You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey fam, what's up? What's the dealio with the 411? It's me, Salish. I'm so excited to bring this next episode to you. This girl who has who I'm having on for this episode, since recording this episode a few months ago, she has become such a good friend, and I am so happy to have met her. I hope you enjoy the episode. Also, want to give a shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and also Broadway Podcast Network for being awesome and producing the podcast. Check them out, you guys. Also, follow Black Hair in the Big Leagues on Patreon if you're not already, and also slip into my DMs at Salisha Thomas on Instagram and let me know what you think. Subscribe, tell a friend, and enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and my heart is already so big. My heart is already so warm and actually about to explode. This beautiful face that I'm looking at on my screen right now, I'm like, oh, you guys, I'm so spoiled because I got the videos and you're probably listening to this. Oh, I wish you could see. I wish you could see this queen, honey. Okay, okay, she she toured with uh, Dreamgirls. She toured with Memphis. You guys, she stole the show as Nikki Marin in the Bodyguard on tour. She was on Broadway in getting the band back together, uh, most recently in the Book of Mormon. And y'all, if you are in the room with her, she has the height of a supermodel. She's a model. She's got the grace of a first lady. And she's got the most undeniable presence the most beautiful quiet confidence you guys please help me welcome jasmine richardson Alicia, thank you so much for having me i'm like beyond honored i really don't even have the words to like capture <laughs> how i'm feeling but thank you so much for saying such beautiful things it's truly easy it's so easy i'm like oh my can i tell you so obviously like obviously like i know you were friends but i did mm -hmm. a deep dive before you coming on today and mm -hmm. i'd never been to your website before can i tell mm -hmm. you my first reaction what was it wow i said an audible like 
I literally, I clicked onto your homepage and I, all I felt was, and I said out loud, I said, wow. <laughs> yes, your, the photo that you have up there, it captures your entire personality. It is so welcoming and you are, you're so yeah. striking. <laughs> Oh my, coming from you, obviously you are a queen as we know. Okay, many pageants, honey, um, many titles. I just want to say coming from you, that is an honor. Thank you so much. You're Thank see, you, see, girl. See, see that humble is showing. Your humble is showing. I'm like, oh well, my What goodness. do I say? Real recognizes real. You're, you're stunning. I mean, it's, who's mad? Not me. I'm not mad. You know what? <laughs> thank you. Like literally, thank you for that compliment. And I'm like, yeah, I've got beautiful friends. I'm so beautiful happy that friends. you made the time this morning. And like, how are you? Where are you? What's up? Ooh, I just got to Houston, Texas. My family, I'm born and raised from Houston, Texas. So I just left New York, which is crazy because now it's, it's uh, snowing. And I was like, no, I just missed it by literally a day. But I, I'm in Houston and it's like warm and I don't have to wear a coat. So I'm not mad about that either. Right. I was like, wait, you wanted <laughs> to be up in the snow? <laughs> Do you? Not really. But you know, when you when it first starts snowing, it looks so beautiful. And I really wanted to like witness just the first like coming down of the snow. But it is what it is. I'm with my family. I cannot complain. I am blessed. It's been good. It's been good. Good. Uh, how long, will you be out and will you be there for the holidays or just for the holidays? And then I'm yeah. going to come right back to my city, New York City, because honestly, once I leave it, I'm always missing it. When I'm there, I'm like, I can't wait to get out. But once I leave, I'm like, oh, what are they doing? What's happening in New York? <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, New York is I actually, it's just my favorite place. On the, I just love it. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a bomb city. Like I like. Every day I think you are really doing this every day because it, it was such a dream and a goal to not only be there and survive, but thrive in it. And it's like, wow, you really are doing it. God is good. It's, God is, he's are so you still good. bi-coastal by the way? I know that you were going back and No, forth. I wouldn't say bi-coastal because I now have the, you know, have the show, but uh, every day I'm thinking about LA as well. Cause I, wow. I love LA for my, for my spirit, just cause I, I, I feel really good there. Yeah. Um, but New York is like all my friends are there. I feel like uh, my, I have an extended family. So yeah. it just feels good there too. But I think about the sun all the time. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, like I'm in California right now and I'm like, mm -hmm. it's like a rainy day, which is a very rare, it, there's, we're in a drought. We've been in a drought for so long. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, a rainy day. Let me, oh, let me get cozy. What is this? I used to work at Disneyland and if it sprinkled, they would cancel our shows. They'd be like, no way. Yes. They would be like, you guys, rain contingency, everyone go home. Don't worry. We'll still pay you. I was like, what? You guys yes, are sprinkling. People can't even drive in the rain in LA. People can't even drive in the rain. They can't drive period there, but <laughs> let it be a little rain. People are like, <laughs> people are done. Whereas in New York, it'll be snowstorm. People still going to the grocery store. Up living their full, complete lives. Nothing changes. It could be hailing, which I've experienced in New York. And people are like, still out there doing what they have to do. Like New York is just so like, what's in you will come out of you. Like, I feel like such a gangster when I'm in New York. I'm like, if I can make it here, I really can do anything. <laughs> Literally, if you can make it there, you'll make it anywhere. Yes, the lows for me, it's the tone, it's the depth. Yeah. Wait, so question, like you really can do anything and you really have been doing everything. When did you, you made like a theater school? Um, I, um, 
a theater school yes the team you're talking about the yes team, right? yes so I was talking about with my friend because I was like I really wanted to create a space where you know I'm from Texas so a lot of people don't always have the resources not just being from Texas but I didn't at the time when I was younger I have the resources to New York like flying to New York was a treat you know to see a Broadway show I don't think I saw a Broadway show until college or yeah probably college so oh um, I wanted to create did, was that college no oh. You, oh, oh, wow. I saw a Broadway show when I was 13 and was like, I'm forever changed. I want to do this. <laughs> you saw your first Broadway show in college? College. And I didn't even listen to musicals in high school. It wasn't until college that I really was exposed to theater like Go that. home, Roger. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> I was a late bloomer. I was wow. a super late bloomer because I was an athlete. I ran track all throughout um, high school. So it wasn't. I just wasn't doing, you know, thinking about theater. So yeah, I was pretty late. So for me, I realized I just didn't have the access to a lot of things. So I wanted to create a space for people, especially kids of color, to have access and kind of have mentorships, which is funny that you brought this up because I'm really not focused on that, that project as much. I'm an adjunct for my alma mater, which is Abilene Christian University. So I figured out a way because we're not working technically, quote unquote, right? I I took that idea and just pitched it to uh, that university and I'm trying to spread it out to more universities in Texas. Oh. Yeah. So it's actually been really, really great. They put me under an adjunctship so I could basically develop it as I'm doing. So I'm learning as I go and I get to teach and thank God get paid for it. So oh, that's awesome. I figure out a way to do it. You started that as you started your own thing first and then pitched it to Yes, the and then transitioned it. It's still my own thing, but I I put it under that university blanket because then I figured I could financially do better and then I would have the resources through them to do some of the other things I wanted to do I wouldn't have to necessarily fund it out of my pocket fully. can we talk about how so figure good that God out. is because... he's beyond That's he's bomb. beyond good he's so good girl it's it's it, there's no words because this has been really tough it's been tough on everybody um but I'm really grateful that he's provided me with some ingenuity just to think of things to do to you know, supplement the income a little bit, just a little bit. That's bomb. So. And also like, it's one thing to have an idea. It's one thing to have a God-given idea. It's another yeah. thing to say, okay, I'm going to do something with this I'm idea. I'm going to do it. That's really hard actually. Because yeah. it's like, before you get to that step, I know for me, I'm always like, somebody else is already doing it. You know, like what new can you bring to the, to that space? And you know what, somebody can do it better than you all the time. So to fight through that, to even get to the place where I'm like, no, I believe in myself to do it. I'm going to make the phone call. I'm going to follow through with what God has already given me, you know, and just do it. So, yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Especially since there is nobody else like you. Right. If you think about it, think about that. How you teach a class, if you and I had the same exact curriculum and syllabus, mm -hmm. syllabi, and we were teaching two different groups of students or even the same group of students, they're going to get very different classes when I'm teaching Absolutely. it versus when you teach it. Absolutely. Think about about it when you go to the grocery store there are many varieties of bread chips no one said oh there can only be one type of white bread oh there can only bread be one already exists bread. exactly bread <laughs> already exists are you kidding me people are like what else can i do with that bread how else can i make that bread unique so i mean there's always room that's what i'm learning during this pandemic there is room for you so do it you have nothing to lose <laughs> that's a <laughs> jasmine Come on, Mike, drop. Come on, Mike. Drop. 
Wow. Okay. Yes, um, so I don't know if you've already thought about this, if you're already mm-hmm. um, talking about it in, when you're teaching or not, but I mm-hmm. want to know, like, what would you think, what would be a good way? Sorry. I just want to ask you, cause I'm, I'm mm-hmm. wondering for myself, like what's a good way to approach hair from an educational standpoint or. Mm. What do you mean in terms of educational, like well, teaching someone else or someone working? I mean, like if you're a student, I remember I, I was at, introduced to pin curls in college mm-hmm. and, you know, I did those pin curls for years and they're oh. actually not pin curls that I can use today because my hair is like, <laughs> I'm not white. And I also don't straighten my hair anymore. And so, right. but that's right. what I learned in school. Like, what do you think, where, when would be a good time to like mm. talk about hair in schools, especially when not, not every program has a bunch of black kids. Sometimes it's just one. Absolutely. When you think about it, we have had to, we've had to make do with less than all the time. When you're talking about the color of your tights, the color of your, uh, your capizios or your laducas, you know what I'm saying? Like we've always made do, even then when my hair was permed and I could obviously wrap it like I would normally do at night to put my wig cap on when I was in college and therefore, you know, do a show. Like now I had to learn how to even understand my hair when I transitioned from having per- a perm to being natural. I didn't know how to do a pink curl period because I didn't, my hair was never long enough. So that was, I, I always had to figure out things on my own anyway. But now that people are having these kind of dialogues and, uh, and understanding that everyone is, is different, everyone's hair texture is different. I mean, we're having these problems on Broadway. Right. You know, we're right. having the same issues on like, Okay. Can I get the, the lace on? Oh, doesn't matter. Um, can, okay. When you, okay. Oh. I have to braid my hair a certain way. You can't just dig deeply into my, you know, you're going to hit my scalp. Like it hurts. And because sometimes people look at your skin and I've had this happen and think, oh, you can handle it. No, I cannot. <laughs> you know? They just I automatically, ima- because our hair is more coarse than theirs or more, whatever, yes. more texture. They're like, oh, yes. you're tough. You can handle it. It's assumed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is a, a lot about Black women in general. A lot is always assumed about Black women. So I'm teaching my kids even now to just speak up for yourself. If you need different things, like, okay, maybe another young lady, she's pink girl, she needs bobby pants. Maybe for you, you need rubber bands. I need wow. rubber bands. So it's just one of those things, they knowing what you need. But, you know, we're at, we're at a day and time now where the natural movement, which is weird to even say, because it's just what grows out of our head. But now that it's a normalized thing now, we're seeing natural hair more frequently. People should feel um, open to having that dialogue, even at work. It's okay to say, I need X, Y, Z. We had a conversation before we left, before we knew we were leaving this long, about Band-Aids. I'm on stage, I can't wear, because it wasn't invested in at at that time. We didn't have flesh colored Band-Aids at work. They just buy Band-Aids, because naturally you think a Band-Aid is a Band-Aid. A Band-Aid. In my show, we don't have a lot of clothes on. So if someone hurts themselves, you don't want to see you Why? know, Caucasian color band-aids. Literally things that in don't Africa. cross. In Africa. <laughs> Come on, Book of Mormon. In Africa, literally. Wow. Can we talk about that for a second? Flesh-colored yeah. band-aids. Who's flesh? Mm-hmm. Right. Who said that was flesh-colored? So, but you know this, Felicia, we've already been having this dialogue. It's been crazy during the pandemic because so much has happened, you know, in our country. So, of course, these conversations are trickling down to entertainment, other industries, 
it's just a normal thing now. So we're talking about it. But I tell my kid, my biggest thing with them is you have to be an advocate for yourself in this business. No one is going to hold your hand. Once you get out of college, there is no syllabus. You have to get yourself up. You have to get yourself to that audition. You have to get yourself prepared. You have to have all your, they're getting the tools. You're paying for the tools actually. So now that you have them, I'm teaching them basically how to be young adults. What they don't teach you in class. That's what my program is centered around. Wow. What they don't teach you in class. You know, I'm not there to teach them how to act. I'm there to teach them how to be in this business. In your class, you're teaching them <laughs> what they don't learn. <laughs> what they don't teach you in class. That's what you're going to learn in this class. That is amazing. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. Honestly, it's so real. I'm like in the process of um, applying for an educational position as well at my alma mater. So I'm very interested in like, like, what do you think about this and all of the things. And I'm thinking about all the things that I didn't get while I was in the school, even though I loved my school. But there was a lot of things that they, I didn't, that you learn in the real world. It's like, can you you teach me some of that? Like some of the stuff you have to learn. But they don't know, but sometimes they don't know. You know what I mean? I had to give them grace and go, you did not know. Um, I can't even think off the top of my dome, something that I, I learned in, in school, but like, or, or didn't learn in school that I figured out in the real world. I can't even think off the top of my head, but there's some certain things they just don't know. Because if you've been in an educational academic setting, you're not thinking about what's happening in New York City. You're just thinking about how to get your kids an agent or somebody to come and see their showcase. You're not thinking about the day to day. And that's the part about the budgeting you need to be mindful. You're going to have regular people bills, but there's also actor bills, which are a whole other thing. Yep. That is expensive. Yes. Yes, <laughs> so it is. <laughs> yeah. Having multiple sources of income. Acting cannot be your main source. And it's not just a hustle side. It's like, I have right. one kid who is, yeah, it's not just a hustle. It's like, it's, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. We all do that. But, you know, I have another, one kid is also double majoring in chemical engineering. That's fantastic. You can still use that as you know, something you do during at night or whatever, and then you hustling in the daytime. You can balance that. You can have more than one passion. So all those little things, girl. Like honestly, like I wish the, I knew the th- <laughs> the things that you just said. Some of those I just learned because of yeah. this pandemic. Like you can't just have this be your one hustle. <laughs> I'm like, honey, I was in beautiful. I was like, they gonna have to drag me out of this building if they want me to leave. <laughs> ah. I'm gonna stay until I die. What did they do? They literally had to drag me off the stage. I was like, no, please. That was the first time. First time I've been unemployed since 2000 and I don't know, 12, 2013. And I was like, wait, you mean I just go home? Right. To never return. What do you mean? Nobody told me in school, like, Yes, that's it. You said it. You said it right there. No one told me in school. No one told me my first Broadway show would close after five weeks. Oh, I only knew to get the show. I didn't know what happens if the show closes or is not successful. What do you do? What do you do? That. Yeah, is that the psychological thing? Yes, it's that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get to, and you know what? This pandemic has helped a lot. Like getting into all the things that I should have been getting into two years ago. It's yes, like okay, girl. now I have no other choice but to like expand but like to be in a show and have the freedom of like okay this show could close tomorrow and I'm still gonna be mm-hmm. okay that mm-hmm. is cool that's power that's power that's power over your own life and it's not based off of somebody else right. we're all learning that right now yes. we're learning it 
it's real. It's scary, man. It's some dark days. I'm not going to lie on this podcast. Like, there's been some really tough days. Like, why did I do this? Our whole industry shut down. What What else, Lord? What else do I have the skill set for? I've been focused on this thing, this particular thing for so long. Yeah. Girl, yeah, I had to figure it out. Right. It re- I really did. So I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, we're all, you know. <laughs> I'm excited to have our industry back. I know you are because you have a brand new Broadway show coming. Oh, we hope. <laughs> but, I'm, not, I'm not heard anything yet, but I'm like praying. I'm like, Lord, I'm praying for that email. I'm in God because he's right. not going to give it to you just to take it from you. So I, I'm believing that's going to happen. But yeah, so girl, yeah, you know, you understand, Felicia. I'm not even going to start preaching. You understand. Honey, <laughs> I do. But I'm like, this pandemic, like you said, it's been some dark days. It's been it's some true. dark days. But I think if we can come out of this still alive and healthy, there's a lot of lessons that God was like, remember when I was like a day is like a thousand years to the Lord and thousand years is like a day. Okay. So in the year 2020, even though it's been like one calendar year, this has Mm -hmm. been more than just one year. Mm -hmm. We have lived a lot of life. Yes, we have. The lessons that I have learned and am learning. (laughs) Mind blowing, right? completely mind-blowing I think this was nothing but God I said he wants to get our attention meaning the world and he did I really do and it's depending on how you listen to him you know I I know everyone doesn't believe in God exactly but I think that the universe the crystals whatever you choose to believe he is trying to get our attention and I'm hearing him loud and clear for me because I think I was so busy and I mean some of the stuff of course was productive and impactful but I, sometimes I wasn't tuned into what he might want me to do. And now I'm really tuned in because I'm like, okay, I, I don't have anything but you to get out of this. I have nothing else to lean on, depend on. So, okay, you got my attention, sir, ma'am, right. you. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I got my oil ready to go. I've never been more in my word. I'm like, sorry, Lord, that it took a whole pandemic. Lord, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm like reading my Bible. I'm saying my scriptures. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you are me and I am you. Okay, that is my life. You're living my life there, girl. That's it. Thank you. Seriously. Attention. He's like, do, Mar, I have your attention, please. I'm like, please. I'm and like, then you're like, oh, you don't hear me? He says, stop. He pressed that button, stop. Boom. World stops. He's like, have <laughs> like, you learned the lesson yet? If not, you're going to you're gonna have to go through it. Right. And like, there's some other things I've, I'm figuring out, like I had to grow in. It's not just your career. You have to work. What about your mental, your spiritual development? You know, even talk, I talk to my therapist way more now because I, I, I'm making the time. I have the time to do it. There were times I was like, I, I'm just going to cancel this week because I don't have time or I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, kind of pushing things off. Girl, the things that are coming up out of me, things that, that have been laying yes. dormant, that God was like, let's get this together because at some point you want to get married. You don't want to carry that into your marriage. One point you're going to have kids. You want to take that trauma to your kids. Like, it's like, oh, oh my God. Really? Oh, okay. Okay. Jasmine, why don't we talk so much more? I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to cut for a short ad break. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right? I had friends who saw um, your production of The Bodyguard, Mm -hmm. and they would be like, you know, it was good, but you know what? The sister really stole the show. <laughs> and I was like, tell me more. I'm like, I know her. How many people told me that Nick <clears throat> stole the show? That is so nice. That's just nice to be thought of after a show. Cause you know, you'll see some shows and you're like, I don't remember what the story was about. I don't remember anything. Like I'm at those moments like, I know I liked it, but I don't remember anything. So to be remembered is always nice. God is so good. You're <laughs> performing next to Deborah Cox, who is a freaking yeah. icon, legend, gorgeous beauty. She Everything. is. She All really is. I mean, I don't know her personally. I'm just saying from the outside. And I, okay, okay, okay. All right, moving on. And who <laughs> 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 oh, got hot in here? <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, y'all gonna have to get the video. You gonna, you gonna have to. Um, okay. And but to see that this icon and to hear, I just keep hearing about my friend. My friend, mm-hmm. you're still on the show. Like, girl, you're just getting started. Right. Right. What's scary about and funny about that is I had moved to LA after Beautiful because Beautiful was. I tell the story all the time. Beautiful broke me, girl. I was like, I wanted it so bad. I was at oh. that place where I was like, I'm ready for the transition. I, it's, I'm, I've done tours. They were non-union. It's time for the next level. Bop, bop, bop. I was putting so much pressure on myself that I couldn't just enjoy the audition, enjoy the process, be happy that you got in the room, you got to this stage of the callback. You, be happy with what happened because yeah. you did grow. I couldn't take it. And I was like, I'm going to move. I also had a, a wonderful boyfriend in LA. And so I moved to LA and it was great. I, st- I was there for three years. It was wonderful. But brought, bodyguard, bodyguard brought me back. That was literally, that changed my whole, it changed everything for me. It opened a lot of doors for me. It really did shift my career. So I was so grateful, but I wasn't even in New York when I got that. So God was like, go live your life. Go do something you really want to do, move. And then he brought me back at the chills. right time with the right project. Mm-hmm. I have chills. I was like, I'm not going back to New York. <laughs> You're a star. You're a star. Like when um, I look at you, Jasmine, <clears throat> I think like, ooh, I can't wait to look at us in 10 years and be like, remember when? Remember when we met at that audition way back when and be like holding our Tony? Like asking, do you need me to help you hold yours, Jasmine? Yes. Being the Taraji P. Henson to each other. Cause you the way that woman celebrates other black women. I can't even. So that's how I feel about all my girlfriends. And I say that because this business is small and you know it, right? Yes. So it's super small. I celebrate every win, every win. The first lesson I really learned as a professional was do not covet anybody else's blessing because you do not know what they went through to get them. You don't know what they're dealing with to maintain it. So Mm. I do not, and I mean it, I do not covet other people's blessings. I'm not going to say I don't have moments of like, oh, I wish. <laughs> She's doing that again. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't get jealous. 
I don't. I'll have a jealous bone in my body about it because I go, I don't know what she has to do to do that. I don't know what she's been through to get there. I, I know friends that are doing amazing things and they lost their parents. Like I, that's something, I'm not saying that's obviously in connection, but right. I don't know what they went through in that journey to have the gumption to get up every day to audition and to do whatever they're doing. So I just go, God, I thank you for what's mine because it's going to find me. So girl, yes. I feel the same way about you. I speak life into my friends. I cannot wait to celebrate you as a series regular. I cannot wait to celebrate you as a movie star. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to be in that same room at the Emmys and be like, you know, (laughs) yes, that's the way you think about it. You have to think about the business that way. This, this right here, this is what makes you so beautiful. And this is what makes people be like this is to me it's like you can be so stunning on the outside and be ugly yes you can be the opposite not symmetrical at all and (laughs) (laughs) and be beautiful and then you can be symmetrical you Mm -hmm. gorgeous and stunning on the outside you but have such a beautiful spirit such a generous outlook on life to be so mm-hmm. giving into others and so generous and so uplifting and kind, whatever you look like, whatever your exterior looks like, if you've got that on the inside, it just takes it to the next level. It Definitely. really, it's like, it's something that I've always tried to practice. Cause I grew up feeling like I wasn't like the, very beautiful. And mm-hmm. so like, I'm like, how am I going to do these pageants? next to these literal beauty queens. I got to bring something to the table that like, because whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well maybe if I just come with more love and I, it's something that I'm always trying to do, but I can see it. I can see it on you. I can see it in you. It's like, ah, and that's what it is. That's like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's like, it's a, it's a secret. It's like the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. How can you turn heads in a room? How can you, what makes that person stand out standing next to that person. Like I'm mm-hmm. always trying to figure it out and pinpoint it. Like I just watched a movie and don't be mad at me with Marilyn Monroe last night. She's got uh-huh. kind of a weird shaped head. Right. <laughs> but no one says, people are like, oh, Marilyn. Right, right. There's something coming from the inside, whatever mm-hmm. that, there's something else that we cannot see with the eye that comes right. through. And I can see it on you and I'm like, something else there oh my heart is like ah you know what it is Felicia and this is just what my purpose is people Mm. my purpose is people like I view people as your biggest investment it's not the money it's not monetary like it's not anything you can see because what you impart in people what you leave people with is what's most important do I have people out there that may may have unsavory feelings about me possibly I may have done something unintentionally, you know what I mean? Mm. But I know that when I am intentional and purposeful, especially with the people in my life, like this is what you should feel for me because I care about you. This is what you should feel for me because I love you. Like you shouldn't feel anything other than that. I may have a bad day. I may have a bad moment, you know, I'm not perfect, but right. you know, when you're pouring into people, you should, you know, give them something like that, a feeling of I'm loved. I don't know. Yes. I'm thought of, I'm cared for. I don't, I don't know. And it doesn't cost me anything. Right. That's the thing. It doesn't cost me anything. Whoa, can we just pause for a second? (laughs) 
I'm sorry. This aha mic drop moment. Yes, ma'am. It don't cost you nothing to be nice. Be nice. <laughs> if you want to be in this business, this business is nothing but relationships, people. It's not about talent. What? Confidence. It's not about talent. I, yeah, right. It's not. Some of it is, but relationships are everything and confidence being kind I'm telling you can I ask you a little bit about confidence as well yes like you you have a like a quiet confidence which is it's like the opposite of arrogant it's very humble it's like you know who you are and you're not like this is who I am nope you're like (laughs) this is who I am and I'm ready to slay bam (laughs) like what I know, I, I know we got to talk about hair, but I'm like, just so like, I'm, <laughs> I know. But can we talk about like, I feel like you just said, it's not about confidence. It's not about talent, people. I feel like confidence is also part of that. Like, yeah. Knowing confidence what you is. bring to the table. That part. And you don't have to announce it. You just bring it. Like I'm, for me, I'm all about the work. I don't like open nights are fun doing you know fun stuff to dress up and look good that's that's cool I enjoy it you know but for me it's all about the work so when I've done my work I'm confident because I did my work you know if I I've had my auditions where I'm like I'll see what happened you know we'll see what happens <laughs> I got too many other ones going on I got a lot of stuff in my life I, I see and, and I've gone in insecure unsure because I didn't do my work so for me and it's every day like working on myself like even spending this time to really sit down with myself and say, what do you want? What does the next five years look like? Like that is the work instead of just showing up every day and hoping that it works out for me. Like, no, what do I want? Let me make my list. Let me make my vision boards. Let me make that phone call. Whatever is going to propel me. Every day I'm thinking about how can I just not only be better, but get to where I want to be. You have to make steps every day. You don't just yeah. hope and, you know. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love, love, I love, okay, so I have some questions for you. Yeah. Let's see here, I want to know, there's some things that I want to know, like backstage <laughs> things, like what's, what's your go-to wig prep? Or, oh, go-to wig prep? I always braid my hair down, but see, I wear a lot of wigs or hats in my real life, like I wear a lot of wigs, so my hair is always prepped. <laughs> nice, okay. But I braid it down, I love a good, you know, and I don't know how to like, I don't know how to, you know, cornrow. But I know how to do a three, you know, plait or two twists and just two strand twist and just go. Like I'm good for that. That's me. You do a two strand twist. Yeah, because my hair looks big, but when I braid it down, it doesn't. Like it's fine. Like it shrinks really. Yeah, easily. I think it's yeah. like one of those magic things about black women's hair. It's like <laughs> look how big it is, and also we can make it really flat. If we've like, got, yep, we could do it. teeny tiny afro, and then when I get it like pressed out, my hair is like at least to my collarbone. I'm like, where'd you come from? I'm for like those, seriously. For those who are listening, who are like, what's a two strand twist? What's a what's an easy way to describe that to somebody who doesn't know? A two strand twist is just like um just two pieces of hair that you twist together it's easier for women of color because we have a little kink but if your hair is straight like I see you know young girls that are cheerleaders or something like that they could do a, a not a two <laughs> strand but like a fish fishbone braid or it's it's very similar to that it's just braiding your hair twisting your hair that's the best way I can say it because it's really visual <laughs> when you're on Broadway do you still do that same um do you always twist it down 
always. I oh, I don't take my hair out every night when I leave the the, the theater. Talk I don't take it. my hair down. Girl, it's just too much. You know what it is though? I love the dressing room for that very, that's what I miss. It's just the camaraderie, the, the oh gosh, my girlfriends and sitting there and talking and doing our hair and hair is such a thing. And thank goodness, um, it's only black women in my show. So not thank goodness because of that, but just they're black women. So they understand my plight. If I'm missing something like a, you know, some grease, which I don't use grease, but a leave-in conditioner yes. or something, somebody has it. Um, and we have a big bin of stuff in our dressing room, girl. Oh, you do? So people bring stuff. Yes. So stuff that doesn't work for me, I'll take it in and it works for somebody else. So I don't have to spend as much money trying stuff, girl. We bring stuff in all the time. We rotate. It's wait, the best. Wait, 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 wait. How come we never thought about this at Beautiful? At Beautiful, we were and always all those women clothes. with the hair. We're always changing clothes. Like, can you fit this? Do you want these shoes? Right. And it was like a, a thrift st- show. Stop shop backstage. Yeah. Not once did I think, let's exchange products. It saves you money because you can try some. Oh, it doesn't work. Great. I'll give it to somebody else. And somebody gives me something else that I don't have to go and buy because it didn't work for them. Boom, boom, boom. I say, deal. Girl, or I wanted to try something. Oh, I loved it. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Oh, <laughs> I miss that. Groundbreaking. But, um, and I yes, keep girl. hearing, I, I hear from so many people who, in the Book of Mormon that that backstage arena is really lovely. It's lit. Like we have fun. When I say fun, I have never ever in my career had so much fun backstage during the show. Now, granted, normally I am on stage a lot. So this is new for me. Well, I don't have to be on stage as much in the ensemble. So that's great. So I can enjoy myself. I was like, this is what people be doing back here. Let's see here. What um what is what products are you using right now? Oh, TGIN. I like I've I never heard like, of this. What it's is that? TGIN, it's a leave-in conditioner. I'm a 4C, so I can categorize my hair. It's definitely 4C. I have many different textures, but 4C primarily. And TGIN, I can't remember what it stands for, but that's the acronym. And it's amazing. It feels like butter. I like a product. It, what I've learned, I'm obsessed with hair care. So I can literally talk about it all day every day like I'm obsessed I know everything I think I know I know everything about hair (laughs) for my hair but um I've learned to pare it down I don't have wash days it takes me two hours to do my hair and I'm done boom boom wash and that's deep conditioning that's shampooing everything leaving braiding it down drying it two hours boom I'm done um because I I learned from my hairstylist you just don't need all that stuff Transitioning into natural in the beginning when I, I was a product junkie, obviously, because you're finding pro- you're trying to find project products yeah. that work for you. But now that I know what works for me, I'll try something every now and again. But I know what works for my hair, and I can grow my hair like a weed. I chop it off a lot because I experiment a lot. Like I'm a person like, oh, I want locks now. Oh, I want it dyed. Oh, I want a wig down my back. Oh, I want it braided. Oh, want- like I'll try anything. But um, wow, yeah. So, but now I know like what works. And so I, I have like maybe four, maybe five product, products total. And I can achieve every look. Because it grows like a weed. Do you know how many people don't say that? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you know what it is? It's yes. leaving it alone. That's what makes it grow. It's just because it's low manipulation. I'm not touching it every day. I throw a wig on usually, or I'll put a cute turban on or something, but I don't touch my hair every day like that. 
I'll spritz water because water and a little bit of moisture, moisture leave-in moisturizer. Boom, and I'm I'm leaving it alone. So by the time I take my hair down, everybody's like, "Where'd your hair come from? You just cut it off." I was like, "You didn't notice I was wearing wigs the whole time. I just never I wash it every week." Now, when women say they don't wash their hair or they co-wash, co-washing is like putting uh, lotion on in the shower instead of using soap. It don't make no sense. Why are you using lotion in the shower? That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> so co-washing for me, co-washing is like in between shampooing, you know, like, oh, okay, I wash my hair Monday. I work out a lot. I might co-wash on Thursday, but I'm a shampoo again the next week. Like I always go, what are you doing, girl? That's nasty. Shampoo, get, get the, shampoo it. Take the dirt. Because our hair is like a Brillo pad, so it's collecting all this stuff. You're out in the world. You're in the subway. Shampoo your hair please so you do it once a week every week once a week every week what do you shampoo with i love the cream of nature oh yeah cream of nature yeah i, I use that oh. yep and i like pantene because pantene works for me <laughs> i don't I, I used to spend so much money on expensive products and i realized they don't make that much of a difference for me now that you do get what you pay for so there's certain conditioners i don't play shampoo i'll keep it cheap every day but conditioners, I'll spend money there. That's What's where I will spend my money. What's one of your favorite conditioners? Moroccan. I'm looking right at it right now. It's Moroccan oil. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, because I'm a bad person. Um, but it's um, the Moroccan oil yes. mask. Hydrating mask. And I love this. It's called Etsy. Etsy. It's E-T-A-E. They have a silk protein conditioner that I can comb through my hair like butter I, and really? I spend the extra they sent me a package when I was on bodyguard like a free product and I fell in love with it so I will always buy the conditioner because I can always get through my hair with girl with nothing oh I love I'm over here taking notes honey yes because I don't know if anybody else washed their hair like this but I used to plait my hair I used to okay I used to deep condition I mean detangle get in the shower have to leave my hair in plait my hair was longer at the time and then I would always have to keep my hair in plaits because I didn't want it to shrink up too much because then it would get tangled. I don't do any of that anymore because of this conditioner. I can just leave it. Leave it out a little fro. And by the time I sit down to twist, no problems, no kinks, no tangles. That is rare for me. Like it's always like, oh my gosh, detangling. No, girl, please. That's what oh. saves me time. Yeah. For the ete, the ete? Ete, E-T-A-E. E-T-A-E. Oh, with the little thing. Yeah, with a little posture over the top. But. Um. Okay, this is bomb. This is, I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Can you tell, okay, what about, you mentioned you, you used to have perms. What, can you walk me through a little bit of your hair journey to get you through oh this freedom God. that you have now? Cause you- You don't have the time, Felicia. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm like, Felicia. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, give it to me. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to, okay. So- like many little brown girls, my mom did my hair. At some point, she got tired of doing my hair because it would fight back, right? So <laughs> she was like, you've got to learn how to do your own hair. So that's Fighting when back. I became obsessed with doing my hair and trying different things. That's why I'm always like that now, like changing it up. So I started doing my own hair myself. Now, at first, my mom used to perm my hair, which I don't know if it was better or worse, but she was an adult, so I would, I would think it would be better. But then eventually I was perming my own hair and I start perming my own hair once a month. Because anytime I felt a little kink of new growth, I thought, oh, I have to perm it. Cause I didn't know any better. Like I'm, you know, I was probably in my, in high school is what I'm talking about. So, or even maybe even junior high, middle school. But yeah, girl, I was perming. So my hair was always breaking off. Like I had the tiniest weedy bits of hair all around the edges. 
the middle was always broken because I used to wear those ponytails that you clip in and pull the drawstring or the weave wefts where you would wrap it. We get a real black girl technical, but the weave wefts where you wrap (laughs) the ponytail around and pin it, pin it, pin it. So my middle would be so broken off from just always being stabbed in the same spot with a bobby pin or bobby pins. Yes. So I used to wear dookie braids, crochet braids, micro braids. I used to do it. I thought I was Moesha. You know, I was doing (laughs) everything on top of relaxed hair. That's already you. broken. I love you. <laughs> the fact that my follicles are still rejuvenating and creating hair is beyond, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I, I did everything to my hair. I really, really damaged my hair uh, for a long period of time. And then I transitioned, I think, after college. Yeah, I just got tired of it. And then YouTube was such a thing. I don't know if that's how you transition or what, but YouTube was such a thing. So I was like, maybe I should try it. And I remember cutting all of my hair off, going to the barbershop. I said, cut it off. To the barber. You went to, to the, the barber. barber. When I say I'm doing something, I'm doing it. That's how I live life. It's not like, oh, I made. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it today. So I cut it all off. I was feeling good. You know, I felt really beautiful. I felt free. I was like, ooh, I came home. First thing out of my mother's mouth. Now, this was way back in the day when she didn't know any better. So I'm I already know. That. She knows so much more. But she's like, are you gay? Nope. Do we need to have a conversation? I'm like, First of all, not only am I offended for myself, I'm offended for people that are gay because a haircut does not make you gay, right? right. She knows this now. But, you know, we, everyone's educated at this point. But back then, I was like, oh, my. And I was like, what? And I didn't even think about it like that. So, oh. anyway, thank goodness I have a strong will, strong spirit. I don't yes. get, you know, bothered right. by people's comments too often. So, even my mom. So I, yeah, I just grew it out from there. And I learned from there. I just basically had to do my hair. I colored it when it was a short little afro. I used to just play. Cause I was like, I've never touched my own texture. I never knew my own texture as a child, ever. Everyone had a relaxer. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone thought it's the most convenient. It's, you know, no one thought about the safety concerns, you know, of just, and I was right. using them so frequently. Even now right. I have those spots where I would always leave it on for too long that I still have to, you know, the hair <laughs> fights yeah. me a bit there, you know? So it was a learning curve. It was like getting to know yourself. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, we've got yourself. this hair that grows out of our head and we're so used to manipulating it, changing it to something else that when it's time to transition, mm. transitioning seems like a, across the board, it's like, <laughs> it sucks. It's I haven't met anybody who's just like, <laughs> I loved it. It's like, what is this on my head? Right. And- even right. when you do look at the YouTubers, even when you do find somebody with curls like yours, you still got to like yeah. put the time into what works for your hair. Absolutely. People think it's just about the hair. It's like, oh, you're natural. No, this no. is a whole reprogramming of learning how to love yourself because you didn't really. And I, it's, yeah, it is deep. You know what I'm saying? Some people go, it's not that deep, it's just hair. It is. It really is. You're talking about generations of women who did not know their own texture. Even now, my grandmother will sometimes say, you gonna do your hair? She don't mean no harm. Are you gonna do your hair? I'm like, it's done. And what's funny is I was the first woman in my family to transition my hair. And when it was short, everybody made fun of me. They laughed, it was a short weeby. Because you know, when your hair is short, depending on the type of woman you are, you are, which I am this woman, I have to do my makeup. You know, I want to feel still very soft and feminine because I was still figuring out my hair. But once that, that sucker grew out and was a fro and it was big and it was luscious and I have edges, oh. my family was like, what are you using? How are you doing this? Can right. you help us? 
Now I'm the guru. <laughs> like, what to do? Jasmine. <laughs> Come to me. Here's the product. Right. You said that's real though. And I'm one of those people. I'm like, the bigger and crazier my hair is, sometimes I'm like, let me just put on a fierce beat and okay, and go. And your hair yeah. is stunning, girl. I remember when you cut your hair or you transitioned because you were posting. What's so beautiful about you is you share these moments in your life. And so I was watching from afar and honey, I've watched your hair grow. It is a lion's mane. It is fierce. You throw hoops on. You done, Diva. Throw up. You know what? Thank you because I was feeling busted. But yes, when it was was shorter, I was like, oh my gosh, who am I? That is deep, right? Because you associate beauty with length sometimes. I know I did. I associated beauty with length. A lot yeah. of us do. It's just mm-hmm. what whatever is in the media, which is why I'm like, now we're on the other side of it, Jasmine, being a part of the industry. Like we also have this responsibility. Like, and here's the thing, we still have the freedom. If you want to show up with a wig, you want to show up with a weave, straight hair, we can. Ooh. However, when we show up with our natural hair, we are sending the message. Yeah. This is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. okay for you to wear your hair like this too at work. Absolutely. With your friends out with the, on a date like mm-hmm. and it's regal and it's still presentable and it's still professional it, <sighs> we're still having these dialogues it's crazy to me but like I'm like it's weird for somebody to say something growing out your head it's unprofessional I'm like how what do you want me to do I hope okay. that in a few years we can look back to this time and be like wait what you couldn't wear your hair like that to work <laughs> yes. I hope it's like Wait, what? You guys couldn't drink out of the same faucet? That doesn't make right. sense to me. Like, right, girl. If what are you telling? But yeah, so so much of the, that discovery for a lot of us Black women is that with your hair. That's just another way of plugging into who you are. It's it's been a beautiful journey for me, and I've had to chop my hair up a lot. I have messed my hair up a lot, even being That's natural. Awesome though, but, you know, you do that, and it grows. You're like it grows like a chia pet. Um, you didn't use those. <laughs> Well, but also, but what do we do about this lace that isn't the color of everyone's skin? I tell them immediately, there is no excuses. Do you see what's happening out here with lace front wigs and the way the girls are slaying them, even in Atlanta, New York, LA, Los Angeles? There is no excuse because the money that's being paid at these Broadway shows, (sighs) them laces should be more than lace. If somebody's coming to to the theater to measure my hair and make it for me, the least you can do is give me a lace that match. Right. You spend all this money. Don't make sense. I can go. I know where to go to get some. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I can get you a solid wig. Do you hear me? No, I know where to go. Give me the money. <laughs> but Give seriously, because like when those lace lays down, like you can be in the back row of the audience and not have any idea. But if that lace doesn't match and if it is not laid, it's like. You no, know, immediately. And yeah. it takes the person out of the story. They're paying too much money to come to this show for it to not be the best it can be. You know. We'll be right back right after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, I've got a few more questions, like one or two okay. more questions, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, girl, I have time. Did you hear? Did you not hear me? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but Jasmine, I am like, I love you and your spirit so much that I could hang out with you for hours. I don't know why we haven't. I that keep forgetting. On, that's our fault. We like, have to do that. We were so busy before, and then the pandemic. You just try to figure that life out. So now we know, and girl. If we don't do it after this, then that's on us for real. Then that truly, I'm like, and I'm talking to you right now. And I'm like, I keep forgetting that we're recording for my podcast. Same, like, I, same. I, I just, literally was like, ooh. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, <laughs> but I'm the same way. I'm like, I could just hang out with you. I'm like, oh, Salisha, you have to wrap this up eventually. <laughs> okay, so wait, let me ask you. Um, uh, oh yeah, you, ha- you made your directorial debut a little while ago. And so you're starting, like, you're doing these teaching classes for students, you're directing, you're you're starting to direct, you're Mm -hmm. crossing over to the other side of the table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think, like, for other Black women, and and what if it's just Black people in general, or just Mm -hmm. women in general, Mm -hmm. who are curious about taking on more of a leadership role in the industry, who are actors and actresses starting out, like, what, how can we do that? What, how, what is that first step of, okay, I'm an actor, I'm an actress. And girl, seriously, I still asking myself that if I'm really real with you. Um, for me, for my first chance, a friend asked me, he has a, he has a theater. He was like, I'm doing um, bubbly black girl she has her chameleon skin I would love for you to do this I feel like I just need a strong black woman's voice because of the character I really wanted to be from her perspective and you know I just think you can do it you're you know he gave me some compliments on myself so he was like I really think you can do it so I was like no <laughs> I said no I was like, no. absolutely not because if it fails it's really on me because I know right. I know being an actor like you can only make it work so much because if the vision is not cohesive, if the storyline makes no sense, if the work isn't done, you it's a, it's a mess and it's the director's fault because you are the engineer controlling everything. Like you are the person to make sure every, the lights, the sound, the look, everything has to be cohesive. So I was like, I don't want that pressure. And he was like, okay, okay. And then he, and then I got off the phone. I was like, him asking me if I want to direct. Who he think he is asking me if I want to direct? Because, you know, I'm an actor. I'm like, you know, I'm like doing this whole monologue to myself. And I was like, what you scared of, punk? What you scared of? Quit being, quit being scary. He asked if you could do it. You didn't even take the time to say, let me think about it. You just said no. And that's a whole other opportunity. That's a whole other skill set. I literally did this to myself. After I had this whole monologue, I was like, now, why are you being scared? And I realized, I was like, I, I don't know, because I've never done it before. You give all these excuses. And then I was like, that's why you should do it. For every excuse you gave yourself. So then I called and I was like, Hey, did you find anybody to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was thinking about it. And then, of course, you do the whole prefacing thing. Just so you know, I've never done this before. Just so right. you know, I'm not into that. And he was like, I'm not worried about it. I know who you are. He saw it before I did. He saw it in me. And I was like, what? And based off my personality, girl, it was like a match made in heaven. When I tell you it was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. It was the best thing. Because it, it married my purpose, which is people. So I hired a lot of non-union actors that were just getting their start. They're primarily people of color, which is right in mission with my life, my brand. And 
I was able to pour all this knowledge that I've learned over the years into them. Teach them how to be professional, what it means to book. When I tell you when those kids finished that show, the bookings, they were booking. And it was because they were talented and they were prepared, but I know, and they called me. And that's the reason I would even use this as an example. Call me and was like, thank you for teaching me what is to be professional. You know, they didn't get paid a lot of money. We didn't have a lot of money to even do the show, but it just taught me how creative I could take a shoestring and really do a production out of just literally no budget. And then just working with people and pouring into people and look what they are now. Even when I check on Facebook, I'm like, some babies are really doing it. I'm so proud. So yeah, girl, it's just so, the, what I'm scared of, I usually run right into. What I'm hearing you say is an opportunity presented itself to you. Yeah. You didn't exactly run through the door at first. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually you did say yes yeah. and you showed up. So, yeah. okay. I'm like, when we come back from this pandemic, hopefully there's a lot of changes, positive changes in our industry. And I'm, yeah. and I'm hoping and I'm just going to say, I'm thinking that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people of color that maybe there yes, weren't before. Absolutely. And so if the opportunity is presented, mm-hmm. run through the door. Yes. Say yes to yourself. Say yes to yourself. They've already said yes. And most of the time people have already said yes to us. We don't say yes to us. It's like you talk and give yourself all the reasons why you shouldn't and you couldn't do it and why you don't aren't equipped and then the imposter syndrome and all that. I've been there. I do it all the time, even now. Like this, is, these are the things I'm saying on this podcast is what I tell myself daily to make myself do stuff. So, and, and I would tell people, I did find a, you know, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Livingston. He's the, um, He's like a director mentor for me. He is the mm-hmm. um, co-director on Tina, Tina, the musical. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. And he does Douglas Lyons' um, show. So he's yes, usually yes, directing. Yes, 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 He's yes, incredible. Yes. Jalen. He's incredible. And I met him. Uh, a friend took me to Douglas's reading for one of his shows. And I met him and I was like, hey, I'm trying to get into it. And I was kind of timid about it. And I was like, but I would love, can I just sit with you and talk to you? And, you know, I just asked. And he was like, yeah. So I followed up. And then I sat with him through a process of another show he was mounting. And I, it went from there. And I just call him whenever I'm like, hey, man, I'm just trying to figure this out. This is a pandemic. Because he's still working through this pandemic. Wow. You know, so I was like, okay, people creating opportunities. But what I'm finding is that other Black creators are really keeping the door open for others and sharing their knowledge. That has been so mo- monumental. Sharing sharing the knowledge instead of being like I got myself in you got to get yourself in no everybody's literally reaching back that I've experienced reaching back and that's how I operate I always reach back I'm like girl come with me you know even if it's an audition now I will call my girlfriend and be like hey did you hear about this yes that's the kind of friends I have honestly what God has for you is for you anyway it's for you you might as well be generous and like have that spirit of yeah because it always comes back to you it really does yeah and you do not win trying to like hold other people back. You really don't. Or even holding on so. to your secrets. It doesn't, because yes. there's a whole generation before us, Jasmine, that held on to secrets. And now we mm-hmm. are all like, what do we do with our hair? <laughs> <laughs> and it seems so small, but it's not, especially in theater. Like what? 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 How do I pin my hair? What? <laughs> like you get some, me, I'm like, I'm maybe I'm too transparent, but I'm like, Look what I learned, everybody. <laughs> You're I, open book. That's a beautiful thing. I already made the mistake. Don't make this mistake. <laughs> but see, no one's ever talked about the things that you're talking about, especially with hair in theater. Like usually uh, a hairstylist or the wig people will look at my hair because sometimes you come in with your hair out when normally it's braided down. But if they see it, they'll go, we can't fit that under a wig. They literally be like, we can't. 
how are you gonna you might have to cut it i've heard that i'm like are you oh I'm yeah. like, have y'all never worked with black people you just braid it down it's just because like, it, sometimes it'll look so like unruly i've gotten that before can it just look a little bit more manicured more you're like this is the first twist out what are you talking about <laughs> like <fresh>. banging. <laughs> <laughs> I banging. i'm banging what are you talking about <laughs> seriously though i'm like honestly Girl, yes. Jasmine, I love you so much. Thank you for spending this time and thank you for having me. I'm like your spirit. I can't say it enough. And I really just, I can't wait till we're in the same room together. That's trouble. <laughs> Cause it's going to be loud. It's gonna be- we're like, Hey, screaming all the time when I see you always. I'm like, I can just see us now in the, the lobby of um, Rockefeller center in yes. a gown with a fro here or there yes ready for i want to tell you as well felice before we get off your reputation precedes you 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 have a fantastic reputation in this industry people speak nothing but highly of you whenever your name is mentioned in rooms that i've been in and i just that is something to behold people don't value that enough how your name is being spoken of and how people think of you so you're nothing but a light and salt on this earth. So I want to tell you that <laughs> you really are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, you, that's going to be in my heart for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to hear that. Sometimes we need to hear how other people see us. Yeah. Man, I was literally, oh gosh, we got to get off this thing. I'm like, yes. I'm about to go into, I'm like, <laughs> I was literally on the phone with my therapist this morning being like, Man, me too. Be, I had a therapy appointment this morning. Oh, literally yes. twins. I'm like, people be throwing me under the bus and I love them. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know what? So thank it. you for saying that. Yes. Like you think that people think one thing about you and mm-hmm. thank you. Not true. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for coming on here. Thank you for sharing. And I'm just, I'm really in awe and just happy that we know each other and can't wait to hang out more. <laughs> same friend thank you oh thank you so much jasmine hey it's leslie udom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.